Hello fellow travelers! This is the day I've been waiting for for 18 months. We're going cruising. Stay tuned. My guest today is Larry Jackson, co-owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira, located in Melbourne, Florida. Together with his lovely wife Linda and co-owner, they have been specializing in cruises and cruise tours since 2003. You know, I've known Larry for a very long time, and the one thing I was absolutely certain of these past 18 months is that Larry was going to be aboard one of the very first ships departing Florida post-pandemic. Hi, Larry. Welcome to RTE Travel Talk. Hi, Ken, and you're right. <laughs> I, I, I missed the first one, but I got the second one. So, All right. Where are we? Okay, we are aboard the Freedom of the Seas. Uh, we departed Miami yesterday afternoon. To, uh, today's Tuesday, and uh, we are the second sailing of the um, CDC-cleared ships uh, from Florida. Right. And there's a big difference between there are other people cruising from other ports of call, but we are the first. Freedom of the Seas is the first ship that's been cleared by the CDC after doing a simulated cruise. What does that all mean, Larry? Like, what? Tell me about what went on. Like, how was the boarding process? Okay. The uh, well, one important thing about the boarding process is a, a little bit new to most of our cruisers. Disney's had this for many years, but Royal just instituted. You have a boarding time now, and they are unbeknownst to us very strict on that time, so that you don't want to get to the terminal three hours early like we did and sit in your car for two and a half hours. So, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. If they say three o'clock, they mean three o'clock. Uh, <laughs> actually, they mean 2.30, but that, that's a little bit different. Um, the boarding process was very simple because now one of the other things that's new to Royal Caribbean is you upload your passport and your photo in their app before you leave home. And then when you get there, all we had to do was show our vaccination card uh, and then show our passport. But our set sail pass was really already printed up and uh, on our phone. Then our key cards were on the mailbox in our stateroom when we got there. So uh, all you did was show those things and then get on board the ship. So that's a pretty smooth process. All things yeah, it was very good. I don't know why. They only had 10 check-in stations. Normally, we have like 20 or 30. But one of the things that's happening, Ken, uh, we only have 1,084 passengers on board the ship. Okay. And she, I think her capacity is somewhere around 3,000 or 3,200. So Linda calls this small ship sailing on a big ship. <laughs> <laughs> because there are so few people. It was eerie last night at dinner. Going in at 7 o'clock, we were the only two people in one quarter of the main dining room. Wow. All by ourselves. And, wow. uh, with the staff standing around looking at us. And the service was impeccable. <laughs> you had, I mean, <laughs> like five waiters. And so, uh, yeah. which brings up a point if you're thinking about returning to cruising, you really want to do one of these first cruises while the capacity is low. Um, one of the note on the Freedom of the Seas, she's completely sold out through September on these uh, limited capacity sales. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, we kind of expected that because there's such a pent up. Uh, demand for people wanting to get back to cruising. Yeah. So 1,084 guests, that would leave you a lot of room. <laughs> it really does. Now, one of the, you asked me about the boarding pass uh, process. One of the things you get is uh, this indicates that you've been vaccinated. So there are places on the ship that only uh, the vaccinated people can go and unvaccinated people cannot go to them, okay, one so of which is the casino. <laughs> so. I, suppose, I suppose when you think about it in the casino, though, you could probably understand it because they'd have a tough time keeping social distance in a casino. Exactly. 
Yeah. yeah, and what they are is the venues that are available for the unvaccinated people are basically places where they can be socially distanced. So, for instance, the schooner bar, vaccinated people can go in, but then they have another uh, a new uh, bar called the Player's Book, which is really, really nice that was added on next to the casino, and that's where unvaccinated people. Ken, one of the reasons for having unvaccinated people is because of children, and Royal has a real commitment towards families, and they wanted to make this mailing ab- available, and of course, most children can't get vaccines. So that's one of the reasons for the most of the adults we see on board are vaccinated. So right. Yeah, no, for sure. I looked at in in preparation for our our chat today, I looked at the um, Royal Caribbean's FAQ site. And, you know, yes, there is places where unvaccinated people can't can't gather. But really, there's a you know, there's a lot of places that people can go. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, and everybody's pretty much taking it in stride. I didn't know if we were going to have like a two-class system on board the ship. You know, hey, you're vaccinated, you're not. But uh, one fella came up to the bar, the schooner. He was not vaccinated, she was. And the, the fella said, you know, your bar is down the way, uh, just, you know, very politely. And, yeah. uh, For folks that have to come aboard that are unvaccinated, um, are there any restrictions in, in place by by them? A couple of things that they have to do. They have to uh, have uh, a negative COVID test or PCR test to get right. on board. They have to buy insurance, which we always recommend that people do anyway. And they have to have tests before they can get off the ship. So they have to pay, I think it's another $136 for the for the test for that. And again, they're just the restrictions on places that they can go. Now, uh, for instance, today they're having an ice show at 2 o'clock for vaccinated people, but another one at 4.30 for unvaccinated people. So uh, again, the cruise lines are doing their best to make uh, things as equal as they can for for vaccinated and unvaccinated oh, people. That's wonderful. Like the cruise lines are doing that, that they're they're bending over backwards to get. And, and basically, the the rule is because here in Florida we have a law that's going into effect, I believe, next week that businesses cannot uh, demand that you be vaccinated in order to serve you. Yeah. But what they're doing with the cruise lines is you they will volunteer. You can voluntarily tell them whether you've been vaccinated or not. They can't. Uh, but if you don't tell them that you're, you're vaccinated, they assume you're unvaccinated. So that's right. kind of the way they're getting around the law. Not getting around, but that's how they're uh, that's how they're doing by the law. What about excursions, Larry? Excursions are, uh, that's another one. Uh, vaccinated people in Nassau can go ashore on their own. Uh, unvaccinated people have to take a ship's, uh, what we call a bubble excursion. So you have to uh, go, you know, meet in a certain place, go to certain areas and things like that. So that that's a little bit of a difference. And we're seeing that in some of the other cruises too. Where um, And excursions are pretty much, I'm going to go back to the celebrity cruises that are going out of St. Martin, going to Barbados, Curacao, Aruba, and St. Kitts. And the excursions are for instance, in Barbados, you have to take a ship's excursion. But in St. Kitts, you can go as an independent. So, uh, again, each island, each destination has different rules as far as excursions. are, And that's pretty much what's dictating the excursions, not so much the cruise lines, but the destination. Okay. Okay. The crews are just unbelievable uh they are so happy to be back in cruising and, and the other thing ken with without uh, a lot of guests they have plenty of time just to sit around and talk i mean it's just amazing <laughs> yes. 
and we were all about their country, what they've been going through to go home uh, when the thing broke out and then to get back to the ship and all the things that they've had to go through. But they are all wearing masks all the time. Uh, we are only wearing masks inside or when we're not eating and drinking. So I think we're going to be doing a lot more drinking and eating than we probably would have. <laughs> on, on the mask side of it, though, like, for example, when you when you walk out of your cabin to travel to a venue, do you have you, you probably have to wear a mask then running down the aisles and that sort of thing. And once you get there, that would be the case where if you arrive in the venue, then you can take your mask off. Is that how that works? If you're eating and drinking inside, then you can take your mask off. If you right. go outside, you can take your mask off. But any place inside, you have to have it on. Now, that's probably going to change in the next day or two. Uh, any minute now, we're expecting an order from the CDC that's going to remove this mask mandate. So uh, we're just kind of keeping our fingers crossed. That's going to maybe not this cruise, but probably before the next cruise. Okay. Well, we talked about the crew. How's the food? The food, uh, we're on a, a bit of a limited menu. Uh, last night's dinner menu was on one page, uh, and this morning's breakfast menu was was limited. But the food is great, and uh, it comes very hot because they're standing there and wait for it, you know, because they don't have <laughs> 25 tables to serve. They just uh, go take the order in, stand there and wait for it. And, uh, oh, Ken, one other thing I wanted to mention before we leave the crew, uh, because they're all having to wear a mask, they all have a little pin on their shirt that shows what they look like without the mask on, <laughs> which, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cool. This is me without my mask. That's what the pin says. But the only complaint the crew had was they didn't give them a, a notice that they were going to be taking their picture. They just kind of woke them up and said, here, take your picture. Oh, dear. <laughs> So the pictures are not quite um, photo studio quality, but uh, that, I thought that was kind of clever to to have those pins on. You know, you talk about conversing with the crew and stuff. It you you and I are all cruise guys. It reminds me of the great interactions we used to have years ago when the when. I guess there was less people on a cruise and you got to spend more time talking to the crew and it, it, it made for some great experiences. I agree. And uh, I mean, we have crew members that we've kept up with for years. Yeah. Uh, we, that we email in the Philippines. And I think, Ken, it's because the ratios recently got so much higher between crew and passengers. Exactly. I, I know the room stewards and stewardesses have a lot more cabins than they used to have. And so yeah. they had more time to converse too. So it really is, it's, 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 it's a bit retro, uh, this, this whole experience. So. <laughs> what do you expect going forward? Well, uh, today, uh, I think what's going to happen, at, uh, you mean as far as cruising is concerned? Yeah. Uh, like uh, yeah, I, I think as more and more people get adjusted and say, okay, it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be. There's been no outbreak. I mean, I think people are kind of waiting. Is there going to be this big, massive breakout? Or are we going to get quarantined and can't get off the ship? Or are we going to wind up in St. Martin and we can't come home? And that sort of thing. And I think as that confidence builds in more and more people, we're starting to see more people people booking. Uh, 2021 is not that great, but 2022 looks like it's going to be a banner year. And like you said, the fact that this ship is sold out all the way through September in its limited capacity. And then as our capacity start to increase, then I think we'll see more and more. I would caution people though, that pricing I think is probably a little high right now because of a couple of factors. One is people are using future cruise certificates okay, uh, and they're booking things. I'm not sure they're really going to go on that cruise, but when a cruise line looks at the bookings on a ship, they have algorithms that almost automatically 
uh, raise the prices. So right. that's one of the things that, that's, that's happening. So we have seen, and for instance, we were supposed to be on a St. Martin cruise last week, and the price dropped on that almost uh, $1,500 per person over a six-week period as they got closer to sailing. So uh, that's that's one of the things I would caution. When you're looking at, at pricing right now, it's probably going to go lower. But most everybody has a guarantee that if it does drop, they're going to lower the price. Uh, we do it at Cruise Holidays of Vieira, but the cruise lines are doing it now also. Okay, one of the other things that we, we have noticed on the ship is uh, the cleaning. Uh, every time anybody gets up from a table, no matter where it is, in a bar, restaurant, whatever, someone's right there spraying it down, changing the tablecloth. Um, they are really, really very conscious about all the clean. I think our norovirus breakouts are going to go way down after all of this. <laughs> uh, probably, probably. I, the, other, the other concern has been the buffet, and um, and uh, it, there's really no difference except that the staff is serving you, and that's what Hall in America does the first two days on a cruise anyway because yes. of norovirus, and I think Celebrity does. So it's really no impact whatsoever. Uh, the buffet is fully stocked, fully staffed, just like it always has been. So no room. Yeah, that 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 was on my mind there's no real change in the buffet not really no and uh it, it's just you can't serve yourself and that's not a big deal because we've had we've been doing that for years on ships and now what our itinerary is going to be is we're going to be uh today we're at sea um tomorrow we'll be at, at coco key and we haven't been to the private island since it was revamped with uh, when they put all the so we're kind of excited to see that and then the next day we'll be in nassau um, and we're kind of excited about that too because Nassau just built a brand new passenger terminal and I don't know if you remember the old one it was very small and crowded and uh, so we're kind of excited to see what what the new one looks like and also how they're faring there without having any ships in, in port so uh, the only people that are calling there are us and then the adventure of the seas is sailing out of there home ported in Nassau right now. well it sounds like you guys are having a great time we are. Linda started crying as soon as we got on the ship. <laughs> we're back at sea. I mean, it's uh, the last time we were at sea, we were on the Conning Stam last March 15th, and, and we got we were the last ship into Fort Lauderdale, and we got off the we, – we had 60 passengers on board with us, and I was sweating bullets that they were going to let us off the ship, and, and they did, and we had two buses out there waiting for us, and fortunately, we were able to get off. But uh, And I'll never forget March 13th. We, we were sitting in our stateroom when the email came down and said that the cruises had been suspended. Uh, voluntarily you came you came home to a whole new world we did we did yeah. and uh but cruise holidays of Riera is still here and we're uh and we're, we're going strong and we're striking out into a new world well larry yes, exactly right. this has been extremely extremely informative i am so happy to see uh you guys on board a ship and smiling if folks want to learn more about cruise holidays of Riera or, or get on board a cruise with you guys where can they contact you well the, the best way is just uh dial us up on your cell phone three two one two four or two one three three one. Uh, we, we have a little bit of limited hours now, but we got a great answering machine. Okay. And then, uh, of course, our website just cruisingviera.com. Uh, that's where we're gonna list all of the uh, we're, we're really getting started in some more cruises, uh, group cruises. And so now that the air is clearing up a little bit, we're starting to plan some things for next year. Well, Larry, this has been great as always, very informative. Uh, here's a wish for you and Linda for many more happy travels and we'll talk to you again real soon thanks so much ken it's been my pleasure all right take care larry and that about wraps things up for today folks my special thanks to larry jackson of cruise holidays of Vieira. if you'd like to reach larry i'll leave his contact information in the, in the description for those of you looking to book that next great vacation with royal caribbean if you'd like to reach us leave a comment send an email to questions at 
realtravelexperts.com or visit our website. We always respond. On a personal point of privilege, I'd like to extend my best wishes to Royal Caribbean and the crew of Freedom of the Seas. Your Herculean efforts to return to cruising are certainly appreciated. May the wind always be at your back and the seas in front of you forever smooth. And as always, folks, if you enjoyed this video, a like, subscribe, and a bell ring is certainly appreciated and helps us spread the word. And until next time, happy travels. <laughs>